Mr. Schwab, years ago we invested in a small Paris-based insect protein company. Today, Yinsect offers premium bug juice at affordable prices. Delish. Klaus, if we shift our resources away from Agenda 2030 and towards bug protein, we can increase our profits fivefold. Little Videl, who is this V you speak of? You will own nothing and be happy. Okay, Jacinda, how is your war on disinformation going? Ah, uh, sure. But? The mustache. What about? Oh. Yes, but I meant, I meant, I meant to do that. It's how we drink it in Zurich. It's called a, a Swiss dunk. Uh, anywho, the Great Reset and Agenda 2030 are going perfectly according to plan. Except for one thing. People are not getting their updated COVID vaccinations. But I did everything right. We shut the country down for like two whole years. We had everyone locked in their homes. We had race riots. Let this be a reminder. Our organization does not tolerate failure. Let's get down to business. It hurts more than my best boosters! Yeah. Oh, all my bones are broken! Yeah. Oh, all of Ah, uh, yeah. To do the thing where you just kill him. Even my brain okay. is yeah. broken! Okay, to the loop. Sorry, the smasher machine does not do what it's supposed to do all the time. Okay, now. Oh, thank God! Security guards! Hey, wait a minute! Why are you turning off that camera? Moving on. I have a plan. What we will do is called propaganda. And what it will happen is, we will have every movie and television program written to advance our agenda. Sir, that's already happening. Everyone just watches old stuff and listens to podcasts. Okay, will somebody please tell me these things? I'm an 85-year-old from Nazi Germany. Throw me a friggin' bone here. And what the hell is a podcast? It's basically a recording of nothing, sir and people still enjoy it more. Okay, that's all right. Okay, then we'll do one of those, and then we'll tell people that we are, our mankind is responsible for combustion machines that warm the globe, and that there's no way to stop this global warming except to not drive cars, honk honk, beep beep, and uh, that they can't eat meat. Say. Oh, I'm not quite sure that's gonna work. People, people like warm weather. 
then we'll say it's uh, climate change. It doesn't mean anything, but it'll say, oh no, the climate will change, and it'll scare everybody, like so. People still don't buy it. Ah, Shiza. Then uh, let's just do what we always do and fly our private jets to islands and have sex with underage prostitutes who have our children. <laughs> All right, that's over now. Welcome back. It's Normal World. Uh, today, actually, I am joined by Eric. You've returned from yesterday. You've decided to stick around. I did. I, I, thought it why. Would, I thought it would be rude to not take you on your invitation after saying yes. Although now I'm thinking it would have been a lot funnier if I said yes and then I left. <laughs> I feel like I'm always done that way. Hey, also. <laughs> what's up? Angela's here. What's yeah, up, Angela? I'm usually here. Well, yeah. But I never still appreciate you. I don't leave. You don't let her. She's allowed bathroom breaks. Just a pillow under the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Also, today is a returning guest, Adam Yenser. Thanks for showing up, bro. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Send out the invitation. You also just been hanging around here since September. Whenever you guys need me again. Yeah. Also under the desk. Yes. Yep. Just in a closet. Wow. What do you What have you been up to? Uh, Stand up. uh, Traveling. Had been working for the Babylon Bee. Got laid off in November. Uh, Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So now, now I got I got more time for stand up and uh, hang out down here with you guys. It's an opportunity, bro. Yeah, yep. It's an opportunity. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some uh, developing technology? You know, we we live in this this world of a uh, black mirror where there's like AI that's taking everybody's jobs, and uh, we're living in Meta. There's this uh, this product, Apple goggles. Oh yeah. You brought this up. It's... I've I've seen the tra- I saw I saw the trailer. We might play it. It's a uh, it's a new VR, but it's not VR. It's, um, it's augmented reality. It's all encompassing. Like it's trying to be your new life now. The way that they're presenting this, I, I think they're going for like a Ready Player One Oasis kind of scenario. So that was a more. that was a dystopian future, right? You can see where this is leading <laughs> like, to. This is exactly where Apple wants us to be. So it has it has like a feature where you're facing somebody and it has fake eyes, so you feel like you're still looking into the eyes? Or is it a projection of your eyes? No, it's through? simulated eyes. So not to be rude, like if we were sitting here and, and you're doing the show and I'm just wearing the goggles watching the show, playing uh, golf or something, right? And then I go to turn to you to talk, it simulates eyes. So it looks like I'm making direct eye contact with you in order to hold a conversation. You can wear a mask and then you can wear the goggles and you cannot contact any person one-to-one ever again. What if I'm wearing those goggles and then I put the Google goggles over it, like the Google Glass (laughs) over there? I forgot they tried that. Yeah, they had the little, 
And they thought people were actually going to do that. Yep. They were going to go around and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just There's the answering eyes. emails. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Looks what like it, what is the advantage to the person wearing them? Do, does it like put those like girls Snapchat filters just on every person you see then? You I imagine permanently so. You're, are you permanently some avatar of yourself or something? Every, everywhere you look, everyone's glammed up with yeah. glitter around them. Makeup's They'll have perfect. soft focus and yeah. sparkles. Yeah. No, but then they're going to be like pop-up ads and like... Blue pills make your dick hard. Uh, it's going to be that, like Minority Report. It's that Black Mirror episode <laughs> where he ran out of credits and you're in the room and if right? you look away, the alarms go off. You have to watch all the ads. You can't yeah. skip anything. It's essentially trying to be your new way of living where you you can play games, you're watching, uh, you can sit down in a movie theater setting, you can watch movies, television shows, have social yeah. interactions online, but then also you can do all your shopping and you know, you can do it through Amazon, but this way you're in the store and you're walking down the ailes and you can pick what you want to give you the, it's say, hey, want to experience simulated real life instead of real life? Right. <laughs> Come in here and live in this world instead of the real world. I wonder how much of that is going to actually catch on because I, I know a lot of kids like my right. my son I got the flawed Zilla and his his wife Mo they gifted us the, uh, an Oculus so we got an Oculus and he was playing games on it and he was like sucked into that thing hmm. uh, for a while and then I was like you know what maybe let's put that away because you're playing a little bit too much of it like I, I played video games right so right. I when I was growing up it was like Sega Genesis hmm. which is not what the meta is and what this other reality it's trying to build. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. You had the Sega Genesis. You had the A, B, and C button. That's right. Controller. Advanced. So you had one, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think people, every, anything new, shiny technologically, people will go, oh, I want to see this. They watch mm -hmm. the videos. But then there's going to be a couple things. One, the price tag is $3,500 for this thing right, <laughs> out of the, right out of the box. So... You're not going to get, you'll get tech heads and, and people who just have early uh, adopters. Yeah. Um, who have a lot of money and don't care about their future. They'll just go and they'll spend it. Cause especially Apple people, there's yes. Apple people who just get anything Apple, like, uh, the people with the Stanley cups or sneaker heads or something. Uh -huh. They just are obsessed with anything Apple will put out. So they'll buy that. Uh, you'll get the early adapters in there. And then eventually at some point when, if the price drops, because Apple never lowers their price, they never have sales, so it's not going to be very friendly. They just come up with a new product or a new version of that product. That's and phase the, same the price. other one out, right? Um, I, I don't know how you're going to get families into this, yeah, because that's what it's. It's not just one person. You got to get your whole family involved with this. Kids playing video games, but then also having like virtual schools and, right. and learning programs, entertainment. You know, Baby Shark will work its way into that something. If you don't get the family on board and the kids on board, it's going to be difficult for a $3,500 set of VR goggles to really kind of take over the world. Yeah. Now, but we thought paying $1,000 for a cell phone was never going to catch on. Right. And yet here we are, people paying that price. They got us with that one. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I'm not tech savvy. I don't keep up with it all. I, I feel like I'm way behind. I'll, I'll still prefer the old world where I just sit and stare at my phone with my real eyes the old fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, look at all these losers in their fake virtual world Back in as, my I just, as I just scroll. Adam's yeah. uh, technological advancement will be him getting older, looking at his phone, then pulling out the night owl, the magnifying yes. light thing from his credit card <laughs> that they used to use for Ooh. the menu. I'll get the Apple magnifying light. It'll just be this big, but it'll just be a light that lights right up there. your phone in front of your Thing face. with the miner's helmet yeah. with just the yeah. light coming off so he can read <laughs> like it. On right our old on phone. Uh, Game Boys. Exactly. They used to do that because they didn't have the back. Yeah, I was a Game Boy guy. I had Game Boy when I was I still have, uh, I don't have my original Game Boy, but I bought uh, another one. 
My, my son loves that thing. I'm waiting for the videos when this thing becomes uh, available more to the public where you're looking, you said you have the Oculus. You're lo- you see those videos where people are just playing that simple game where they're walking on a plank above a building yeah. <laughs> and you just, somebody's taping and you see them freak out. They fall into the living room glass table. They're knocking the TV off right. the wall. They're swinging around. I'm waiting to see that. I'm and then to, to see, see what, Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's I'm waiting to see people wear them while they're driving because you just know that's going to happen. We're not people be did it with the, the Google Glass. They wore them because it says you're not supposed to wear them when they're driving, but they did it anyway. You're not supposed to text while you're driving either. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. fair point. We, we live in this separated world that you were saying, like, how are we going to adopt it into the family? But we already have. I, I was out Christmas shopping with my kids and I looked over at the table and there's another dad with his kids and he was on his phone. And they were on their tablets with their headsets on in three different worlds, but they're together. That's what it could be if we're all wearing these massive goggles on our face. It's like, I, I think I think that the people will be like, no, let's not do that. Let's live together in this world. But then uh, people tend to disappoint. Yeah, people will. Do, I, I think having a virtual headset while sitting at an Applebee's is still going to be a bit of a problem, even for the families that are just like the, shut the kid up, give them the no. uh, give them the iPad and let them watch. Well, so we can enjoy, you know, yeah. uh, the riblet basket that's on sale this month <laughs> that everybody's going down there for. Um, yeah, if if the kids don't get into it and it's not a family thing, it's just going to be one of those other things that we see. Uh, at the end of this uh, decade, when you go back, hey, remember when the uh, Apple uh, virtual glasses came out? With, and everybody's going to remember the yeah. creepy eyes at the end that would look at you. You look like Elijah Wood's character in Sin City when he would just look through the window and come around the house and it's just these the serial these killer glowing like, eyes. Yeah, that's exactly Goggles. what it is. Or and the, the eyes look so just like dead. Like if you go back to that picture, it's just dead eyes on the inside, like a doll's eyes. It's not going to take them down. No. Need three barrels. I can't wait. You see this. those? You see those eyes inside there? They're just dead. There's no life in them. I want to see all the accident videos. You know that's coming. It's people ruining their furniture, uh-huh. walking out into a street, getting clipped by a bus, something like that. That's really where the entertainment value is going to come to people getting hurt and uh, Apple going, "Wow, we didn't think to put that in our terms of service for when people were buying." I mean, it goes back to like remember. Uh, over a decade ago, the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. People were doing the bowling and the tennis. And it would their TV would slip stuff. out of their hands and, yeah. and go right through their flat screen television. So they had to invent the rubber condom thing yes. to go over the Wii. And then didn't didn't give it to the people who already bought a Wii. Hey, no. you need to have this now. We'll include it with future shipments, but you have to go and buy yeah, it and I'm spend 30 bucks sucker. to put yeah, the sheath it, around it, your... It advanced in the Switch still has that, has, has a handheld like motion mm-hmm. controller. So it's still there. It's just like, this is the 50th version that might catch on a little bit and then it won't. And then we'll get the next one after that. That'll catch on a little more. And then we'll go down this line where in 20 years, when the kids that are like five, seven now yeah. are like, so in that culture of having these, these technology that it'll be second nature. I'm sure the VR, it still has to, as good as it is now, it's still, weighs off it still has to evolve instead of wearing the giant helmet which can get very uncomfortable it's like when you're wearing your sunglasses in the winter sometimes and it starts steaming up what do you think the heat coming off your face implants fake eyes yeah 
Again, yeah. Black Mirror, the episode where they could go into their memory and rewind their day. Yeah. And you're seeing what they did. It's like, did I go and pick that it's up? It's Neuralink. Yeah. So there's a lot of those things that are there. It's like a, a bunch of streams that are going into this technological future. We have AI, uh, written word, AI generated photos, AI generated video. Uh, they just had this TikTok star that has like millions and millions of followers and she's fake. So you have that, and then you have cars that are now going to be driving themselves. You have radio stations right now. Radio stations that aren't that even are, real. That are all OA-generated DJs and uh, uh, news announcers. They're just getting a feed into the program, and then they'll cut into us after a song with breaking news with a world yeah. headline, and it's somebody's voice generated into it. There's nobody live. YouTube has a, a, an epidemic right now of history-slash-science channels that are AI generated. So they'll write their own scripts, they'll voice act them, they'll make the images for it, and then they can make like 50 of these channels that just recycle the same thing. And it could be wrong information, but it's- it, That's it's what like, I'd be worried about. Can you tell that it's AI? I feel like AI, it's getting there, but it's, it's still, still whenever, something, yeah. whenever I see an article or something that's written by AI, it's always the grammar is a little weird and unnatural. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what We're is this? Yeah. There's still so many legal issues with it too, where the technology is getting really good where they're regenerating people's voices. There's mm -hmm. a popular video of, uh, from Joe Rogan where he's talking about uh, going to the beach that makes you old. And it's a whole segment of Joe Rogan's show that didn't exist. Mm -hmm. They just had so much audio that it recreated and generated its own segment. And now they're, they're doing celebrity, uh, there's so many celebrity voices. I'm sure like in time, there's so many old TV shows, radio yeah. shows, they feed through these things. You can bring Johnny Carson back. Yeah. You can regenerate Howard Stern. You can do all of these well, I things. I saw one of those sleep apps, they're bringing back Jimmy Stewart's voice to narrate bedtime stories or something like that. You so do what you like, Stewart? Would, would be like Jimmy Stewart? I don't, but. I was going to say, what, what what story would you like to hear Jimmy Stewart? In, in Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Oh, man. If Adam, what what, what uh, bedtime yeah. story would you like to hear from I, Jimmy Stewart? I don't Stewart? know what bedtime story I would like. My favorite, my favorite Jimmy Stewart reference, though, there's an old Conan clip where Jim Gaffigan had this pale force thing where it was, and he had Jimmy Stewart telling Conan from uh, It's a Wonderful Life to kill himself. Like Conan's <laughs> weeping because he's so pale. And Jimmy oh. Stewart just walks over and he goes, well, wh why don't you just kill yourself? <laughs> kill yourself. You imagine they generate Jimmy Stewart swatting. It's like, I I'm hearing screams. <laughs> like, I, I think her head just bounced off the wall. And then the cops go and raid these, the, this, this person for no reason. Man, you know, if I, was, uh, if I was telling a Jimmy Stewart bedtime story, you know what I'd do it in? What? Miracle Maid. That's... Because they're the best sheets around. Okay, look. That was perfect. Thank That's you. Great. You nailed it. Uh, we have, uh, there's a lot of great sheets out there, but there's only one Miracle Maid, and it's our sponsor today. So thank you guys. Uh, TryMiracleMade.com slash normal. If you want to get into them, they're, they're inspired by NASA, mm -hmm. like all great things are. Yes. You know the upside down pin? NASA. The booby pin? The booby pin. NASA. NASA. Boobies? So you're saying NASA. these sheets work upside down? Absolutely. Awesome. I thought we got, oh, we went through them. this. This is Echo. You, yeah, you could. They work both ways. Yeah. You're a vampire if you're doing the, that, that leg up thing in your doorway and you can't get out and you got to go to sleep. Yeah, it's Work. great for you. It's great for a friend. You can give them gift a friend. It's a little weird to gift sheets, but uh, Valentine's Day it's as soon up. as soon as they touch them, it's not going to be weird anymore. So you can get 40 percent. Sorry, not forty five. They have not okayed that forty percent off if you use that code 
normal there, go to the slash normal, mm -hmm. and you can get that. Uh, you could also get a set of towels. They also give those. Three it's free a towels. three free towels right there. Yep. So go and do it. Uh, they support us, so we appreciate them. Mm -hmm. So try miracle.com slash normal. Yep. Is sending sheets for Valentine's Day, is that... A little presumptuous. Is that I like? I was just saying, if you wanted to like impress your lady friend or something, oh. you could um, get rid of the the piss stained sheets that you have in your. That apartment. works if you're yeah. married, if you've been along uh, <laughs> together a long time. But if you're just you just started courting, you know, and then you give for first Valentine's Day, it's like, what are you implying by giving her a set of bed sheets? What do you think is happening this Valentine? You want her to be very comfortable while she sleeps. You you spend yeah. a lot of time in the bed. Let's All put right. some sex sand in these sheets, girl. <laughs> You guys know about sex sand? Sex sand? What is sex sand? It's just like the sand that is made once you make love. Excuse me? There's like bits. It sounds like you're bringing up a lot of issues oh that only you have, like the piss, <laughs> no, piss stained sheets thing. and sex sand. No, I, don't look that 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 right. I don't know that that you happens to everybody. It sounds like, sounds like it's from the yeah. mummy movie, Good you know? <laughs> I thought we were talking about like sex on the beach where they sand? try to make it look like it's nice and fun, but it's like you get sand everywhere. No, that would be terrible. There's no way that that's comfortable. That can't be good. Can I ask Adam a question? Absolutely. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Moving on. Uh, that thing in Miami, Adam. Uh, yes. You worked for Ellen. I did. Used to work for Ellen. Yes. Really? How was a writer? That? Did she beat you? I was a writer there. Yeah. How, How was your experience? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you guys asked me this. No one has ever asked me this about working for the Ellen Show before. Because I have, a, I have another question. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> like I'm excited. It was, a, it was a tough place to work, but I liked yeah. it. I, I mean, I got along with her. I was there for ten years. Yeah. What, what what did you do as far as writing? Because she had her little monologue, but yeah. then the rest of it was just either game show stunts or uh, so guessing off the guests. So the writers, we, we'd write the monologues, and then the game segments you'd have to write setups for. So there was still a little writing there to structure them. Okay. So we'd write those. But then at the top of the show, there were often late night style bits where it would, she'd either throw to a sketch. We'd do a lot of live commercial integration, so it would be a sketch centered around... Miracle, miracle sheets, miracle for instance. Made, yeah. um, and then there was also a lot of tape bits, like hidden camera segments. Um, mm -hmm. If we had a celebrity on, we'd have them go out on the street and do correspondent bits sometimes. So we'd write that kind of stuff. And then there was a lot of uh, kind of found comedy from the internet, like funny photos right. or text message mistakes. So we'd script that stuff out also. She insists the writing staff dance as well? Uh, we didn't have to dance, no. Okay. So no pre-show ritual where everybody's getting together. Because you see it during concerts, yeah. during TV shows. They get all the writers and stuff together. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to have a good show. Sometimes they do a prayer. It's just a little hustle thing to get yeah, everybody yeah. going. Yeah, they don't just a have, team. Yeah, you're not going out there and doing, you know, a quarter. No, we were number. just in the back scrambling to make last-minute changes. That was our pre-show ritual. <laughs> you with her during the uh, the pandemic, or were you uh, gone by then? I was there. The pandemic year was my final year there. So you were there when she was doing her show from the house, and then the one yes. guy was standing behind her in the windows? <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. So where are you guys writing from home to her, or are you like near her house that to be there while the show no, is going so on? No, so Andy was the producer behind her outside the window. Right. Uh, all of us were working remotely. That's how most of the talk shows and late night shows did it. So we were all working remotely, and then they'd send like a minimal camera crew, like maybe like a director and a camera person to her home right. and just set up there and, and shoot it there. But you were always on call. Like everything was just done either through email or, or text. Yeah, everything was done over email and Google Docs. And uh, it was, you know, it was one of those things. It was fun at first because it was kind of a new environment to work yeah. in. So the first, like, like everything with the pandemic, like the first two weeks were fine. And then as it went beyond <laughs> that, it was like, all right, like okay. we're, we're all over this. Let's go back let's to the Let's move normal. on. Let's get back to normal. Yeah, because it was very hard doing 
especially a monologue doing, and you saw this with all the late night hosts, doing a monologue, even if the jokes are good to just nothing, yeah, it, it sucks the air out of it, you know? So you have to kind of find new things to do and new ways to work with that. Yeah, the podcasting. I, and then she you would could really it, yeah. tell when they did the podcast and they were all together. Yeah. It was just like uh, pulling teeth, trying uh, to watch that thing. It was brutal. Yeah. And then when she did guest interviews also, it was over zoom for a long time. So everything, everything was remote. We'd, we'd all be working remotely. And it was, um, when it was structured, it was kind of nice because you were at home because you'd be like, oh, I can do my own thing until showtime or I can, you know, yeah. work out or something. But then it did sort of become over time, you're just on call at any moment. That, that, so, so you can't be away from your computer very that long. That seems right? to have been the problem with every industry is yeah. that, oh, yeah, you got the convenience of working from home and I could go uh, make lunch. I could go take uh, a walk real uh -huh. quick if I want. But then just because you're home now, 830 at night, your employer feels that, oh, I can. You're always on call. Yeah, you're always on call. And so it's a give and take that it's kind of kind of it's the deal with the yeah. devil. Mm -hmm. You know, you got what you wanted. But all these. Uh, the weirdest thing the to me end. during that time, though, when, when she was doing those shows from home, because everything in 2020 was crazy. So there was like the pandemic right. and then there was all the George Floyd stuff. And it was just just a weird time for the whole country. And there were all these QAnon rumors about her. And I had one friend who was into QAnon and they would they thought there was this joke that she did where she compared her house to being a prison. And the QAnon people thought she was like sending a secret message to all the other celebrities that were going to be arrested. And one of my friends kept texting me and I go, I go, no, do you like, she didn't even write that joke. A writer writes that yeah. and she doesn't even see it until it comes on the teleprompter in front of her, you know? Right. And then the other thing I remember before that, there was a thing where people were claiming from QAnon that she was wearing an ankle monitor because all the celebrities were under arrest. Under and they were going to bust them all soon. <laughs> and my friend kept texting me, Ellen's going to be arrested soon. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, the plan, man? She, goes, she has an ankle monitor. I go, I'm in the room with her right now. She doesn't have an ankle monitor. <laughs> They're like, you're part of it, that man. Was, that's what they said then. You're part of it. They, they would then accuse me. They would be like, oh, well, you're part of the media. You're covering you're for covering her. It. And Did so there's no escaping. There's no escaping them. You should have just lied and said, no, her blood pressure's through the roof. Yeah. She could die at any moment. That's to let us know if we have to run in and save her. Yeah, exactly. But it was, it was our blood pressure that was through yeah. the roof, make, making the changes at the last minute. Angela? I was going to ask, because, you know, I have morbid curiosity, and if you don't feel comfortable answering this, uh -huh. it's totally fine. But did you ever witness any of the, oh. like, the, the, the stuff? You know. <laughs> um, I have to think how to like tactfully answer. It was a tough place. That means yes. So it was a tough place to work. The rumors that were out there. In is there like, an NDA? The, yeah. There, oh, there's always an NDA. Always. There it is. Mm -hmm. But the, the rumors that were out there, I think they exaggerated a lot of it. Yeah. Okay. There were people, it was a very tough place to work. There was a lot of turnover. It was a hard place to continue working. I think we've all um, there were producers. Like we'll see, oh, and, yeah. and that's a big part of it. Like those rumors came out about Jimmy Fallon a few months ago. Also, right. that he's yes. terrible to work for. And you know, I think some of it is some of these people really do have a difficult personality. Yeah. But then I also think if you ask any person in America, like, what's your boss like? There's a lot of people that are stressed by their boss, and they have a lot of pressure. And I, and I think there's a point where it's like, especially in like entertainment, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of it's, uh, it's a high pressure industry. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I think I, I can't go into specifics. I gotcha. We'll talk after. I will say it, it, there was, it was <laughs> definitely a tough yes. place to work, but they, I think they exaggerated some of the. That's fair. Well, you left about. I wouldn't have stayed there 10 years. Like I liked True. working there. I wouldn't yeah. have stayed there 10 years if it was like unbearable and horrible. Okay. You left and about two years later, she was done. I think they were waiting to get her to her 20th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, but then around that time, which was supposed to be the big blowout year for, you know, looking back at the 
the history of the show, bits, guests, things like that. Those things, those rumors and, and stories started leaking out. But also, it seemed that it was pretty obvious that NBC was looking at Kelly Clarkson because she was on in most That's markets right. the hour before Ellen. Uh-huh. No, sorry, the hour after Ellen. And Kelly's rating, I don't know if it's still a Q rating anymore, but the, the rating and her ratings for the show were starting to match Ellen's numbers. And she had only been on the air for about a year, maybe two at that point. Do you think it was uh, sort of like a like a Tonight Show situation where, where they go, it's like, hey, we're going to get Ellen no, so to this anniversary. That I, that I can over? answer. It was honestly, that was always going to be last Ellen's last season. Like okay. her, her ending the show, it wasn't like she got canceled. It wasn't as a result. Those rumors in the media... Definitely made it like a, a weird last season. They may have taken a toll on on some of her fan base or some of the ratings. But the the idea that her show was going to end, then that's when she wanted to end the show. That was when her contract. So it was, was her. There was no there was no cancellation. And the rumors they were kind of like a difficult thing to work for. But they didn't like they didn't like take her down in any sense. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, uh, there's also another thing that was going around over the weekend. A little rumor mill. Influenza. Um, no, oh, okay. but that is also a thing. Uh, aliens. Do you know about this? In Miami, there was an alien attack. Can we, <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have video of the alien it. attack? We can we go video. to it right now? Confirmed we can alien. Go. 100% aliens for real. There it is. That tall gray bastard. Coming to take our water or something. Get it. This is the worst footage. It always is. They have technology to scramble cameras. You didn't know that already. When you get those uh, Apple glasses, it's going to record everything pristinely unless there's an alien. It's just going to be a yeah, weird yeah, gray blur. Again, another Black Mirror tell, thing. The John Hamm Christmas That's, special. Yes. At the end, part of his penance for le- whatever his legal situation was, he was blurred out from that chipset. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the rest of the population. So when you walked around, there was just a blurred th- image that you couldn't see and yeah. ever acknowledge him ever. It's again. like three Black Mirror episodes. <laughs> yeah, in one. And they're like, I got a divorce from my wife, and my wife now I have a restraining order, and I can't see her physically. I'll give Not you only four. That, but he was like a red person to ev- well, I yeah, and nobody could yeah. see him. Yeah, I'll give you four. Those uh, mechanical dogs. The one at MIT that started oh, being yeah. used in in other uh, factions of uh, industry and police. Force and stuff like that. That was a Black Mirror episode as well. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's saying now, oh, like the Black Mirror is like the new Simpsons did it. You know, yeah. all the Black Mirror stuff's coming true. The guy who wrote it saw all this stuff coming. He would read those like little articles in magazines that nobody gave a shit about and goes, hey, there might be something to the this. The first episode about the prime minister having sex with a pig. Is that actually happened? Turned out to be true. <laughs> Turned out to be real. Uh, unlike aliens in Miami, though. The, this it, it doesn't even look like an alien to me. It doesn't it looks look like, like an alien? It, I can't tell what footage. it is, but it just looks like a few people walking in a group. That's what it that's is. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that's more people walking. The thing that's a little more suspicious, I did see there's like some eyewitness guy there. Who said he was there and saw something weird? It means nothing. But, I mean, he might <laughs> just want attention on on the hold up. Line. Yeah. Wait a minute, it's just like the right. local news when you know, yeah. um, like a, a gas leak happens and part of an apartment building goes blowing off into like in the forward. street. There's always the, the local news always has to talk to somebody on the street. Yeah, I was just walking past and this happened. It's like it adds nothing. It means to the nothing. Story. Yeah. The footage is what you need. The CCTV, yeah. the ring camera footage. Yeah. Ring camera footage is better than what that was. And that's like a multi-million dollar piece of equipment in the sky. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think it ended up being 
the the official story is that it was a group of teenagers fighting, which seems weird because you're like, why is there thirty? Yeah, they never do that. And why was there a hundred cops? Yeah, a million friggin' I keep upping the number. Yeah, uh, police cars there to to show up for a teenager fight. It makes no sense. But I heard that it was originally thought it was going to be that it was an active shooter. So that's why they kind of came out in full force because they thought it was a, a a lot more dangerous than it was. And then they got there. And then it was just teenagers. It fighting. was just an alien. Is it the old psych gag of two kids uh, kind on of each other's shoulders yeah. wearing dad's trench coat, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, it's a giant person. It looks like that footage that you see on Instagram and, and TikTok now where there's a lot of great 3D artists out there. And you'll see like a, a field of somebody running. And then over the field, there's a giant like Titan monster <laughs> or an alien. Like somebody's you. looking out the window yeah. and there's somebody on the street that's yeah. looking in the window. And you look at it like, those are amazing. That is generated and that looks better and more realistic than that Miami footage that Somebody we just needs saw. Somebody to put something in there. Like, put a monster in there. Do Make that. Look One of those wacky, waving, inflatable guys it would something. look more realistic whenever that was. I don't know. The internet is so... There's a lot of alien stuff right now because of the David Grush stuff and he was in the military and also the Epstein talking about it coming out at that time and they decided to focus on that then the cat the cat Williams thing came out at the same time right the Epstein list and this alien thing internet, the I think the internet They're is just, just throwing everything at distract from the Epstein <laughs> list <and> they can <laughs> it's aliens cat Williams cat <laughs> yeah, cat Williams is a CIA operative and they're like you uh, need to go plan. on to he this he said he podcast. went to the Illuminati meeting yeah, yeah. yeah. They to go on this podcast. That, what does that friend think about it that's what I want to know the, the QAnon friend he's got a he's yeah. got a hand on the, all of this yeah you still hear from him you get a Christmas card uh, it's, it's it's a girl that I do that was into QAnon uh I don't think she's as deep really? into Whoa. it I don't think she's as deep into it as she that is on cutie same exact uh, reaction Garrett had. Odd that it's a woman, because yeah. usually every story, it's, it's just some dude. Did not expect that. Oh, really? I know. Threw us for a loop. Well done. They still exist, though, I think, which is... The QAnon women. people, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. Tenacious, you know? Uh, uh, after, after 2020, you'd think they'd be like, mm, maybe this is bullshit. Yeah. They're like, no. It's part of the plan. It's we paid going. for that trademark and branding. We're, We're going in. to ride this out and get every dime that we possibly can <laughs> until the 2024 election. Well, good for them, man. Good for them. A lot of weird stuff They'll already. Probably come back in force too with the election coming up next year. The QAnon people will probably get all back into it. I, nah, I think it's it's still it'll be a footnote, but they're not gonna. Not you don't think anyone, they're gonna go as hard. I think that, not that anybody took it as being credible, but I don't, but I don't think it'll get, it'll get as get much. As much but I feel like those people will still be passionate about. Oh, it's it's all happening now. Just they'll like have we said a new group, a new wave of something will come around, and that'll be the big thing going into the next election. I'm looking forward to it. Because there's nothing else really going on that... <laughs> nothing other than that? It's gonna, for this year, there's, it's There's Jewish planned. people building uh, tunnels under their synagogues right, in, in New York. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's a, the dude took a leap at one of the judges. Uh, base. And then, uh, then this weird Miami thing. There's already crazy stuff. And how many days into the year are we? Like f- 10, 10 days? We're filling the gap. There's nothing from... Well, look, we got the five, echoes, uh, five episodes five of Echo episodes from Marvel. The worst show there's ever. nothing for the rest of the year. There's Deadpool in June, and that's it. So they got to fill the gap of uh, the lack of entertainment that's coming that's out. That's true. Yeah, last year's strikes really put a, a big damper on Hollywood. They don't have any movies coming out. It's like... Uh, friends of mine... It's all sequels this year. Oh, dude, I looked at the, the picture of all the movies coming out. There was... Two things that were original, and they weren't like big budget movies. They were very small projects, and it was like everything else was a sequel, a remake. They're making a, a Gladiator 2. Yeah. 
Yeah, look at this. Dune 2. This is where we are now. Gladiator 2. There's a, another Mad Max movie coming out. Furiosa. Furiosa. Yeah, it's a, it's Inside Out 2, girl. Disney movie. Bad Boys 4, Despicable Me 4, Twister 2. Twister 2. A 40-year-old movie's got a sequel coming out because <laughs> it's, it's so relatable. Beetlejuice 2. Beetlejuice 2. Another Transformers movie. Saw 11 <laughs> is coming out. The the second J Joker movie is coming out, which uh -huh. is a musical, by the way. With Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yes. Um, there's Gladiator 2. There's, uh, I guess, a multi-part Wicked movie coming out from Disney. Great. About... Um, Yes. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Thank you. Yeah. So part one comes out this year. There's another Karate Kid movie coming right. out. That's got uh, Jackie Chan and uh, uh, LaRusso producing is, it. Is, I think Are they in, in it, it too? Oh, I thought they were just producing. Okay. No, they're in it. Uh, there's another Lord of the Rings movie coming. Rohan, yeah. There's a Lion King movie. prequel. Mufasa. Mufasa coming. Mufasa. A third Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. It's all sequels, prequels, nothing really very original standing out. Oh, a new Godzilla movie's coming out in in two months. Did you watch the last one, though? Uh, Godzilla minus one? minus one. Probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. The best movie of last year, hands down. That movie is fantastic, and not because it is a giant monster movie that destroys stuff and does all the you big... actually care about actually, the people yes. in the movie. It's got a great human story in it. It's the, like... The biggest thing about those underrated. monster movies... The biggest complaint was always stop with the human element in the movie. Like get the government or the scientists to get the monsters in in position, and then just let them destroy cities and fight and do all that stuff. That was always the biggest problem with these movies. Yes, this one flip. You actually care about the people post World War II in Japan about what's going on, and Godzilla just is a very threatening presence. Going back to what Godzilla was when the original one came out, it's supposed to be the fifties. Yeah. Did you see it, Adam? No, uh, no. I thought the best movie of the year was Oppenheimer, but that didn't work out well for the post World War II people. It was like a prequel either. to Godzilla. Yeah. It did well at the Golden Globes. <laughs> did yeah. Beat five, Barbie. Five wins. Yeah. Like yeah, Barbie, you got the billion dollars, but uh, <laughs> I see Robert Downey Jr. walking away with a statue there. Yeah. I didn't like the movie all that much. I think it was good. Uh -huh. like it's Christopher Nolan. He's a really good uh, film director. Uh, supposedly, but I went into it thinking like I am a fan of Christopher Nolan. Then I walked out going, "Am I a fan of Christopher Nolan?" Oh, really? So I, I like that I think more than some of his others that I've seen. I I, I hated Tenet. Uh, yeah, Tenet was Tenet, I was not a garbage. Fan. Yeah, and it's like it's not because I don't understand it because I understand it. It's super simple. It's just really dumb and it's really loud and like. And then he said when it came out that the technical issues with the audio was a choice. And I'm like, why are you making bad choices on purpose? Mm. That's a lie. You not do that? That's a lie. Whenever they say, like they did for The Flash, oh, the reason why we chose right. this graphic setting or the why it's a little blurry while this is supposed to look weird. It's, uh, that's the new cover-up now for uh, we didn't, we fucked up. Yeah. We didn't have the right people in place or we didn't render it long enough, something like that. Now it's like, no, it's supposed to be part of it. It's the artistic uh, vision we were going through. No, it's just everything that's wrong is now meant to be in a movie. Yeah. The writing well, was supposed to be that terrible. But I will take like a hundred Oppenheimers than any current year MCU movie. Oh, I gave up on Marvel a long time ago. I haven't, Smart. I haven't even seen the recent ones. It hasn't been good for yeah. six years. Well, we have a year now of nothing. Which I think is good, and it came at the right time for Marvel because Lindsay. it gives them enough time to to lay low. Deadpool is automatically going to make a ton of money, so they don't have to worry about that. And it's now moving into the MCU, so it's still a, a Fox-ish yeah. property. 
So it's not officially them yet until that comes well, out. It's all about destroying the Fox universe. Correct. And bringing them in. Deadpool to, kills the Fox universe is like the idea about it. Brings it into the MCU world. But that's it. There's yeah. nothing for the rest of the year. I think all of this stuff and the Jonathan Major stuff, they just lost the guy playing their big yeah. bad that they're they setting, setting all up. these phases around. Gives them a year off. Gives people time to cool off from superhero fatigue or whatever they right. want to say. Let them restructure, rethink about everything, get their stuff together. And so when they come back in the next year, people might be willing to go. And like, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in a year. I think I'm willing to go back and, and take a look at what they're doing. Yeah, let's go back. What what types of movies do you watch? You Are you... Uh, I, I, I used to watch the Marvel ones. Yeah. I just, once they introduced the multiverse thing, I, I don't think many movies do multiverse as well. So I thought the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse did it well. Yeah. And then I thought... Um, uh, everything ever all at once did it pretty well. Yes. I never got to see that, oh, but I heard fantastic. it was great. I think that one did multiverse as well. Um, once I think I, if I wasn't with friends, I probably would have walked out of whatever the most recent Doctor Strange was with all the multiverses. Because yeah. it's once you introduce those, there's no stakes. It's you can kill off any character, you mm -hmm. can change any storyline, and no matter what happens, you can go. Oh, we're going to go to another alternate universe where that anything. didn't happen, and it it just it makes everything meaningless. Yeah. And when they got into the fight with the music notes where they were shooting <laughs> yeah. shooting oh, yeah, music yeah, notes yeah. at each other and it would make the sound of the music notes as they, I was like, what am I watching yeah, here? Yeah, it's very... It, um, it, like, the, what was great about the original buildup of the MCU is yeah. that it was... It's, comic books are silly, right? Mm -hmm. I, I acknowledge that, but I love that kind of thing. Uh, but it made it serious. Yeah. It took something that was uh, a comic book... And then made you go, well, this could be in reality, right? Uh, I can believe that somebody was frozen for 80 years and then came back if they took it seriously. And then it seems like this last phase doesn't take itself seriously. Mm -hmm. So then you start realizing, oh, this is dumb. All these things, they don't make any sense. And when the internal logic of the movies don't take themselves seriously or have cohesion, then you go, okay, well, then none of this matters. Yeah. I, think, I think most people are like... Like you, they go, well, you know, uh, I'm not super into superheroes or, uh, you know, I used to watch them because they were mildly entertaining, but now yeah. they're not entertaining me. Now I don't have a lot of time or money to spend on all this extra stuff. So I'll go do literally any other. Well, no, thing. I worked at Ellen. I have lots of money, but it's just that I don't want to go, <laughs> go, go see the Marvel movies. The other thing I'm is relating it I'm to by, every man. I'm by no means the first person to say this, but it's also what Disney did with Star Wars and Marvel, where you used to be anticipating for a year or two for the next movie to come out. Absolutely. And you could follow the storyline because they were the key heroes and they're the characters you care about. And now when it's every side character has a spinoff show and there's three different shows going yeah. at once and every month there's a new movie, I like I honestly just can't keep up with Way it. Too I, can't, much. I can't follow the, the universe anymore. It was too much when there was three movies coming out a year. Yeah. And then they put four TV shows in with that and yeah. then three movies that that I think during 2021 there it was Loki uh the Wanda show Hawkeye like it, they just like yeah. threw a bunch of subpar to very very low par uh content at you and you're like I can't follow all this stuff and then it leads to the Marvels that comes out and it's the worst opening for any MCU movie in did history. Did you see the Marvels? I unfortunately did. Yeah. Is it as bad as everyone it says? It is. It is yeah. very very bad. And not not in like a it's woke or it's feminist. It did yeah. have like some feminist feminist stuff in there, 
but it's just a very poorly struck constructed movie. I felt yeah. it editing was, was bad. Everything. I felt it was just there to advance other stories. Absolutely. It, it's like, all right, we got to put this out, but we got to pepper in the introduction and the idea of some other things that are going to be happening down mm -hmm. the line. And it seems like they, that was just the vehicle they used to say, all right, we'll use this, launch the other things and then move on from that point. It's, every, yeah. it's every piece of content from Disney now. Yeah. It's just waiting to get to that next thing. And uh, it's, they set up that machine and I think it was starting to fall apart even in the last, in the third phase with the end game, uh, the end of that, that machine that they set up to you know, you got to have a next movie that set up the next movie. It's fun for a while, but then you start, like you just said, you're following too much stuff and it's too hard to follow. And you're like, I don't, I don't got time for this. I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, I just don't care anymore. And then you have people that aren't creative geniuses making these movies and they're worse and worse and worse. And you have diminishing returns, right? So, yeah, I think I think they need a break. They should have taken a break after Endgame and just let it sit for like two, three years. We used to do that in Hollywood. Yeah. Like when I grew up, me and my friends, you'd go out and line up the night before to see the Star Wars movies when yeah. they'd come out. Because you hadn't and seen was, one in a while. There'd be a year or two in between them, and you'd be so excited to see what happens next. Yeah. And now, I, I don't even, I used to love Star Wars. I don't even follow Star Wars really me anymore. Neither. Yeah. Uh, that, again, Disney. They're yeah. really smart. Disney has failed on so many different levels. They can't make a good Star Wars movie, they can't make a good. Marvel movie, both properties that they purchased. They can't make a good Muppets movie that they purchased. They can't make a good Disney movie. They can't make a good animated movie. And they're the they're the biggest studio out there right now. They yeah. used they had eleven what it was eleven billion dollar movies in twenty nineteen. Eleven. And they had zero last year. Maybe one. Even their last. Uh, no, I don't think they the last one. Pixar movie, which usually does very well because kids' families go to see it. Elemental. Elemental. Oh, it, it didn't awful. do anywhere near yeah. the scale of what they built for the Pixar Studio collaboration stuff. Even that was, it made more money than most movies, but to them, it's considered a failure. Yeah, it's 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 not sad. I think it's actually a good thing. I think we need to get rid of a lot of this this kind of Hollywood bloat. These. Uh, these studios that take the audience that they need to survive, they take the, that audience for granted and think, oh, you'll just show up because it says X, Y, Z. And then people stop showing up to that. So now they're way backpedaling. They had, they had that interview with Bob Iger, and he, he did 38 minutes. A lot of people didn't pay attention to the rest of it because there was a whole Elon you know, fuck you, uh, go fuck yourself thing Yeah. Uh, at the time. But w when you watch that interview with Bob Iger, it is all defensive. He's talking about how oh, the Marvels was bad because it was during COVID and it did, there wasn't enough oversight from executives. It's not because we were making bad stories or making bad decisions. It's There's a bunch of other factors. That's never me. It's not me. That's what it is. It's you, your decisions, all the people that you've hired, your executive board, your creatives, your right, like everybody top to bottom. So we need that time to. I agree with you, but also was it just that's what he had to say? Because they brought, he was retired. He left and he, they had to bring him back because the previous CEO had all this other stuff in motion, which when Bob stepped in, he was still dealing with the previous CEOs. That's the thing. Ups. That's He tried to say that too. But most of the things that were failures during Bob Chapek was Bob Iger set. He set them up. And then His as first soon as time around, as soon, yeah, as soon as uh, he knew COVID was coming down. So he was like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to, I'm going to let somebody escape goat. 
take all the projects that I've set up, all of the things that are about to happen. He stepped out, let him take all the heat for it, and then he can come in as a savior. And he's like, look, I'm going to save the day. And it's already been a year since he got back on onto the, uh, right. into the spot, and it's like the failure, 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 failure. So, and then also the Ron DeSantis just put Disney in their place and yeah. fixed, fixed everything. <laughs> He's getting screwed he in really, different ways he too. So. It, yeah. Hey, I think it's a good thing. There's a lot of great independent stuff like Air July is out here making a bunch of uh, comic books with pro comic book writers and artists. So that's awesome. There's a, there's a bunch of new tools for independent people that if, they're, if you're creative, you want to write, you want to make a TV show, you can make your own TV show, you want to make sketches, you want to make an animated movie you could even do now with like a lot of the AI stuff. Um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. For we can people. all redo Steamboat Willie now. It's in the public Thank domain, God. man. <laughs> you can do it. Go steal it. And it's not stealing because it's yeah. in the public domain. Yeah. You own it. Uh, hey, Thank you so much for coming back, and you too. Thank Eric. you for having me back. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Adam, you have a, a YouTube channel. I, I looked yeah, at a couple of your videos. Yeah. You do uh, a lot of um, self monologues where you're just standing there in front of your. It's like a it's like a topical jokes, like yeah. we can update style jokes. Yeah. So I, my YouTube channel is uh, Adam Yenser, just my name on YouTube. And where are you touring? And, uh, I got some stand up dates. I'll be at the Comedy House in New Orleans, January twentieth. Uh, the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, February 8th to 10th. And then I'll be actually be hosting for Dave at the Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in Las Vegas, February 12th. That's a great 15th. place. So, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. That'll be my first time performing there. Yeah, it's a great place. I've been, I've been there once. I went there. I've been there. Yeah, I think I've been there once too. But it's a really it's cool a place. Great room, great place. And if you've if you ever met, have you met Brad? Nope. Couldn't be a nicer guy. We, we, we share a name. So, I need to meet him. Gotta go in there. I'm your namesake. You're not my kid. <laughs> I don't know you. Uh, where you, where where can people see you? Uh, you can find me uh, doing my show every week. It's Eric Nagel on uh, iHeartRadio, iHeart uh, Podcast. You can find it there, and then you can also check me out over at CompoundMedia.com with all uh, the great Anthony Cumia from Opie and Anthony, Ooh. and uh, all that fun stuff. Which we still need to get on this show, Anthony. I talked to him. Stop going to the hospital and yeah. get on this show. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's gonna come on. Good. Good. Hey, you can find me on Nerdrotic doing Friday Night Tights. That's tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, hey, look, the Echo Show from Marvel, the next uh, piece of crap TV show, and uh, a lot of other things. You can follow me on my channel where we play games and have fun. Tons of other stuff. I do so much stuff. Go check it out. I uh, appreciate you guys for hanging out here. If you've I have Dave's here, plugs if you want to do those. Oh, yeah, Dave's plugs. There you go. Hey, it's uh, January 18th at Hyenas in Dallas. I'm going to be there. Angela, are you going to be there? Uh, probably. Okay, we'll see. Uh, That's a no. I think uh, Pentelis is going to be there. <laughs> it's going to be great. Go show up to that. Uh, January 19th and 20th, The Funny Bone in Richmond. And uh, you can go get his special on comedygenie.us. That's genie spelled G-E-N-I. You can get his uh, special there if you use code. Oh, it's code. a play on genius. You get it? Oh, 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 really? I thought it was like a genie in a bottle kind of thing. Use code Dave Landau and you get 50% right off way. on his special. It's a great special. Please go watch it. And uh, hopefully he'll get out of the bathroom soon and we can do another show. I know. Poor Dave. Stop eating in and out before coming and doing the show. Yeah. I mean, one double-double is fine, but four... That's a problem. He knows it's going to mess him up. All right. Thank you for uh, for letting me sit in here with you for, uh, for the problem Dave Landau as he's uh, gone. Adam, it was great meeting you. Yes, and you Angela, too, thank you very yes, much as well. Allie in the back, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs>